Hello, hello, beautiful Fill Your Cup family, and welcome back to another episode of Fill Your Cup. This morning, you are going to hear two Emilys coming live at you. I've actually never had this before, two Emilys. How beautiful. (laughs) And you guys can't see us, but we're both wearing black sweatshirts. I was like, of course, there's the twin. Um, So I'm so excited to be on here this this morning with my soul sister, Emily James. I met Emily like a lot of my soul sisters I've had on recently through Radiant Leadership Academy. Um, So we've only known each other for maybe like three or four months um, in this lifetime, just like everyone else in that container. Um, We are meeting again from past lifetimes of knowing each other, of being deep soul sisters. And I really, really feel that. And Mm -hmm. I am just so freaking excited to have her on today for her to share all of her magic with you. She is an energy strategist, a spiritual business coach. And you guys, she has all of the juicy nuggets. So I'm very excited to just share her, allow her to share her story with you. And of course, before we dive on into all of Emily's magic, oh my God, Emily, Emily, I really am going to have to get used to that. (laughs) It's like when I was on a softball team and there would be like three different Emily's and we would all turn our heads. Same. (laughs) Same. Yeah, Every right. Time. <laughs> right. You're like, okay, I guess I have the most popular name ever. Um, <laughs> I love it. Um, but you guys, the cards I pulled are so potent. Um, and the conversation that we had before we recorded, it just like directly reflects these cards. So I'm very excited. Um, but the first card I pulled is fear. And this spoke really well to us. Like, well, why did fear come up? I'm like, well, maybe we're talking about fears, but you know, Emily, what she does and so beautifully, she, um, helps mentor others through their own fears, through their own lower vibrations, through whatever they're moving through, helping them to bring them back into alignment with their full soul selves, helping them to allow that, that, that fear, that lower vibration to flow through, to not get stuck. So we can flow through back to that rebirth that rebirth phase, coming back into that full life phase, allowing that that fear to just kind of like flow out, right? Mm. Um, so the most important part though is becoming aware of that fear, is looking at that fear, not just looking past it. Um, and the next card that I pulled is this creative spark, this child card. And this was so beautiful because it's, it's about expressing your fear. It's about expressing those lower vibrations. It's about expressing what doesn't make you feel good what doesn't just what doesn't connect with you and when you can do that when you can accept that then you allow again that creativity that next phase of the cycle to flow through Um, and then we have the empress card here Quan yin and this was so beautifully representing m's energy now i'm gonna call you m Um, but now this was so beautifully representing m's energy and how she holds that energy first and foremost for herself when she comes up to those stages in her own experience, in her own journey, where she can look fear in the face and not get stuck in her fear, not get wrapped up in the fear, but sit on that lotus flower of love, just like Quan Yin, and hold safe space so that she can alchemize her fear through her expression, through her creativity, whatever that might come through. But she does that for herself because she can do, how am I trying to say this? She does this so beautifully for herself. And because she can do that for herself, she does it so beautifully for others. Mm. 
And then this last piece is crone transmutation. And this, if this ain't the card that just brings everything full circle here in this full transmute, uh, trans formation, right? Coming out of the fire, being able to be that phoenix rising out of the ashes, mm. being able to use all of the pieces of you, the shadows, the light, all of it. Oh, I'm getting chills, like massive chills, like emotional chills. <laughs> like I want to cry. Um, mm. Oh my God. Hi. Yeah. But like, oh my God, I've never experienced this before mm -hmm. reading cards before, but like, to be able to hold space for all of those lower vibrations to move through for for like us for you for whoever's listening to not get burned by whatever's going on but to be able to rise out of those ashes in that full just like new frequency that full new life oh and like you guys, I'm just going to explain why I felt such like <laughs> an emotional reaction. Um, number one, I know it's because this conversation is about to be so like fucking potent and like there's just like going to be magic flowing out. I know that because it's like our energy right now connecting with each other. Um, I just want to explain like feeling those full body chills I know is, is, a, is a sign for me is that space where like to be able to feel it all, to be able to resonate with it all, and then the emotion to come up. It's just like that full soul connection, like that full embodied, like, whoa. Um, so yeah, notice those things, guys. When that shit happens in your body, it's not, not on accident. This is going to be so powerful. And before I keep talking, 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 I'm going to hand over the mic to my beautiful sister, Emily, so she can just, just roll on in and share what mm. she's got with you. That was so good. I receive all of that mm. and sending it right back to you. Oh, so good. Mm. This is good. This is potent. This is strong. Like definitely I was feeling all of that strong energy that was going through you as well. And just whenever you showed me each of those cards, it, it, it immediately reminded me just of the seasons of transformation and I mean, we, we've learned a lot about um, cycles and things like that through Allie and through RLA, and we've been able to experience such a massive transformation together. Like, how beautiful. Can we just, like, just receive that? Like, sit in gratitude for that? Because, yeah. fuck, like, we're doing a really good job at some really hard shit. Mm. I'll just say that. Like, we're doing a really good job. Can we take a deep breath together and celebrate? Mm -hmm. And then we could tell the people why we do that. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yeah. <sighs> and just like she said, celebrating where we've been, where we're at, where we're going, because these past four months definitely um, have been expansive and have been oh, just soul changing. And the reason why um, I'm loving that you brought up the celebration and like, let's stop for a second and celebrate because that's so present in my reality. That's bringing that nurturing feminine energy back in after you've done the things you've achieved, you've been successful, you've, you've gone through it, which is that masculine energy, but being able to create that space for the feminine to come in and be like, yes, good job. Like we all need that. And I'm finding that 
that's something for this next um, cycle. And when I say cycle, it's like kind of the next month. That's how I look at it. But this next cycle for me to like deepen into like creating that space to celebrate. Mm. So thank you so much. Mm, Of course. And I think what we're feeling is the upgrades that are happening like Mm. right now as we're speaking, like I even knew, I knew before we got on the interview this morning, I was thinking about it and I'm like, this is, this is actually a transmutation, just like the card that you pulled. Mm -hmm. All it is, is like us kind of solidifying some healing and some energy and some just like transformation for ourselves. And that's so, so beautiful. And just even throughout um, connecting with you in RLA and everything, it seems as if um, we both go through things very similarly. Mm-hmm. And when something comes up for me, it comes up for you. Or, or I see when it comes up for you, it comes up for me. And I, it, it's so wild to me. And it reminds me of like how I used to question my thoughts around spirituality and energy and soul connections because growing up like it 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 was not really something that um it it was all about like church and don't question Mm -hmm. god and don't question the rules and this all i feel also like that wild woman archetype comes up where it's like we're breaking the fucking rules and we're doing it together and Mm -hmm. we're all doing it in a pack like it's like that primal like we're taking our power back energy and ooh, just being able to experience that is so special and beautiful and it's something that I feel like I've been chasing and wanting desiring mm. for years now years I've wanted to feel this way and I think the healing finally caught up and all the all the showing up that we've been doing, all of the work that we've been doing, it's brought us here. So mm, just wanted to acknowledge that and reflect that to you. Feels so, so good to be here. Yeah. And I, oh my God, I'm again, like full body chills. My throat is closing. <clears throat> all of this energy is moving. And thank you for reflecting that because this morning I'm like waking up and I'm like in my in-between like state of um, shed and coming fully into the new frequencies. So it's a little like Mm. weird. Um, Definitely part of one of those stages of healing and Mm. everything that you just said about solidifying like the new energies, like that's, I literally feel that happening in my body right now. Um, And I love that you said just like, just like owning and keep owning because that's where I'm at like just owning like um how do I want to serve it's just like a straight ass like channel like I'm here to like deliver and serve and like do that so it's just interesting and like bringing that back to the spirituality um spirituality and soul connections and like I love that you brought up religion I'm sure that will be a part of the conversation Mm -hmm. today um like Noelle just posted about it like it's kind of just Mm -hmm. like in the frequencies right um because I grew up Catholic. I mean, born and raised, went to all girls Catholic school um, Mm. in high school. And so um, it is such a beautiful, uh, just 
reflection of how, again, that feeling, like I mentally, I should say, like, I don't even want to say I mentally resonated, but it was like that, that like, you know, being told what to do, like mentally, okay, I feel that, but in my body, I don't feel the connection. Like when I would go mm -hmm. into church and I'm not disrespecting, but like, I wouldn't feel like those full chills or like the, the emotion to cry it would only be when like someone passed away and like I mm. felt all of those emotions and I was in church, you know? So it's, it's pretty cool that you brought that up because I feel like that's a really big part of both of our stories too, is like <laughs> fully owning that shit and not, and like shame. I don't know about you, but shame has been a big thing this week coming up and like releasing that shame. So mm. yeah. Yeah. Holding space for that. And it actually has come up in a lot of conversations this week, um, shame and guilt. And of course, I believe that that's rooted in so many different things in our society. It's rooted in school and achieving, and this is the amount and the volume that you have to achieve to be worthy or, um, you know, like we were talking about with religion and church and the rules. If you're, you know, if you have sex before marriage, like you are just an abomination or, um, you know, you deserve, you'll, you'll be judged. You'll be judged on judgment day. That that's something that I remember from childhood and judgment. I've always had a toxic relationship with mm. judgment and all of these things that we're conversating about right now. It's, um, even in my business, like I was always so afraid of like being judged or if I do something wrong, like the, all these people are going to come at me and, and tell me that, you know, um, what I'm saying is bad or whatever. And just all those deep rooted fears that literally only exist because of childhood and, you know, anything between then and adolescence, um, I think it, it just makes such a big difference. And as women and people in general, we need to work on healing our relationship with divine masculine mm. and all of that. Um, I think, so I wanted to touch back on what we were talking about with religion because throughout my spiritual journey and discovering that I don't necessarily want to be religious and I don't necessarily resonate with um, everything in religion or I was raised as Christian, but then when I would go to my dad's house, my grandmother would take me to Pentecostal church and it was a very different, it was very confusing. I was going to say a little confusing. <laughs> and I remember not wanting to go. I would literally hide in the closet and cry mm. and they would be looking for me. I would, of course, always get in trouble because, you know, I'm not following the rules again. And it's just all of that force. And I also remember like not wanting to go to my dad's house and being forced to go there anyways. And it's just like all of those things to shape us, they shape us and they shape our fears. And um, when we can look at that and we can actually realize that and be aware of that, we can revisit. And that's, that's, the skip that's the step that we always skip right is like the revisiting part and looking at it and really seeing it for what it is and now I have a different relationship with that trauma and that memory um I see it as 
they were all doing the best they could with what they knew and with their own trauma. Mm. And, you know, um, I have a different relationship with that, but exploring religion and all of the different things around it now looks a lot different for me because I have healed my relationship for the most part with the divine masculine and, and really allowing myself to be in the flow and not rejecting it. And it feels so much easier. I used to read posts about Jesus and the Bible and these things, and I would get so triggered and I would get so mad and I would just be like, how could you even believe in that? Like, how could you? And that was just a perfect reflection of me not even acknowledging that trauma, really. It was more like, I bypassed it and I said, oh, well, this is what works for me now. And it doesn't matter like what truth that might hold. And that mm -hmm. is something even it doesn't matter what it is that is triggering. A lot of the times we just want to bypass it and we want to be like, well, I'm right. So it doesn't matter why that triggers me. I don't want to look at that mm -hmm. because my truth is the only truth that matters. And that's not that's not true. Like there are think about it this way all of the dimensions that are, mm -hmm. it, the, we can't even compre comprehend how many there are, mm -hmm. right? The galaxy is so huge. There are so many stars. There are so many planets, so many galaxies in general. Mm -hmm. We can't even compre comprehend how many dimensions and realities there are. So mm -hmm. to think that your truth is the only truth that exists is so incredibly limiting. Like you're keeping your, that's what holds you back. Like that's what keeps us from expanding is thinking that we are the only one that matters or we, our truth is the only one that matters. Our belief is the only one that matters when everyone <laughs> holds some truth mm -hmm. somehow, some way. And there's truth in evil. There's truth in good. There's truth in everything as long as you're willing to look for it and to mm. see it and find it and there's also like there's abundance in everything and it's that looking for it and that finding of it like truth and abundance and all of that does not discriminate it is all all you like all you that holds you back right and we <sighs> hate to admit that we hate to be wrong and if we can just like push through that resistance of being wrong sometimes my coach told me the other day she said you don't always have to be right <laughs> and I was like shit right <laughs> <laughs> like the, what holds a lot of people back and a lot of my clients talk about this is they're so scared to make posts or they're really scared to put themselves out there because they're afraid they're going to get called out. They're going to get judged that no, people aren't going to agree with them. People aren't going to sign up for their shit. And I'm like, but that's all mind drama. Hmm. Like that's, that's all mind drama. That stuff is so it's an, not, of course it comes up and it's real and it's there but it's just mind drama. And when you can call out your mind drama and be like, mm -mm, honey, we're not co-creating mm. today, maybe tomorrow. <laughs> we'll, mm. we'll talk about this tomorrow. Like, don't let it stop you. And 
also like when we associate and identify with our families and our friends growing up and all of our experiences growing up that's why we go into like the anxiety and the depression it's it's experiences leading you up to like where you're at now and i also think like past life trauma and things like that play a huge difference and when we are in denial that past lives exist mm. how and you know people will be like well i've never had trauma i've never had bad experiences in this life um so i don't understand why i would have depression or how you can say that suppressed trauma is what causes anxiety and depression well there are so many other ways too it's not just suppressed trauma in this life like i said mm. like there's so many realities and so many of you existing in other places and dimensions and um, realities right now that you could be having these feelings because of something you're experiencing somewhere else mm. because time is time is an illusion. And this is also how I have um, experienced and started to like manipulate and play with energy and manifestation mm. because when you write as if or talk as if things have already happened happened because you do create up here you can mm. literally create whatever you want up here um when you can really harness that time as an illusion holy shit like it it, it just makes it so e so much easier to like okay all right i can mm. create and all it takes is that like one epiphany to mm. manifest one thing and then you're like shit i got this in the bag like mm. time really doesn't exist i was talking to my boyfriend about this on our walk this morning um because we do our gratitude lists together in the morning mm. and i sit there and i'm like writing and writing and writing and writing and he like literally has a list of like 10 things <laughs> and and of course like we're just different and that's totally fine and perfectly good but um we're on our walk and i was like yeah, I've just been writing as if like I'm already where I want to be because it's already happened because time is an illusion. He's like, hmm, like <laughs> I wish, I wish I could see that. How do you, he's like, what? <laughs> mm. I'm like, mm-hmm. Yeah, we're already there. Like we have already achieved it because we created it. Like we already created the goal and the space and the container so it only makes sense like you get to collapse time if you decide that that's what you get to do mm. i love that okay you said so many juicy things in there everyone go rewind go rewind that was like that was a straight um transmission that wasn't that was just like i love it yes straight I, up. I felt it and um that is so beautiful um, the last piece, I'll just go there first about your man. I feel like, um, that's also in my relationship. There's certain things that he's like, there's like, uh, oh, okay. Like I kind of get it, but like what? And then that's like kind of how you're explaining like, no, it's already happening, setting up that container. That's the divine masculine. You're already trusting in that. And then, okay, mm -hmm. no, like that, the, the divine feminine, it's like you're showing up. It's just going to flow through. It's just going to flow through. And then speaking on the physical, like with the relationship, like with your man, like that's like you are the divine feminine 
opening up his divine like feminine energy and like he's the masculine that's just going to keep on showing up and keep supporting it's like it's really beautiful how yeah Mm. how energy moves like that because I can see that in my relationship and how you were talking about um like we can relate this to relationships too, how you were talking about only having one like um, thought or one idea, like, no, this is, this is my way or the highway. Right. Um, Mm. So I have definitely like been in those states very unconsciously as we all go through like, no, like this is, this is the way, this is the way. And how that like showed up in my relationship again, unconsciously, I had no idea. I was like going through this and like sending off that energy, but like it, pushed him so far away into like his own thing and it pushed me so far away and I'm like what the like this does not make sense like now I'm like stressed out because like my relationship feels like it's all messy and I'm like but no it has to be this way and it creates so much just like unnecessary like just energy that is flowing around that it wants to be high vibrational but it's actually low vibrational energy and it's a weird weird loop And Mm. the way that I have noticed and like viscerally, physically, like we've talked about it after me and my man, like after all this has happened, it's like the only way this changes is if I'm like, whoa, like look what the fuck I'm doing here. Like I got to own some shiz. Like it's not all him. Like, yeah, there might be stuff that he like needs to clean up. But even me saying that, that's like, no girl, what do you need to clean up? right and so 100 yes and so each time that happens and I soften into it it's like in in like a day or two like relationship back to normal we're communicating like nothing ever happened before and like there you go and so Mm. yeah really beautiful how um that came through as the reflection because I think that's going to resonate with a lot of people I feel like we need to go into that and that a lot of people need to hear this right now. Um, So let's go deeper into relationships. I remember like first, so I'll also go into my story to kind of go into this. Um, When I, I began coaching in 2014. So I was personal trainer and fitness coach and nutrition coach. And I was just all into bodybuilding, loved it all. Um, And slowly like got into mindset coaching, holistic health coaching. It was like coaching was like my gateway to Mm. spirituality as I feel is a lot for a lot of people. Um, And I got into what was it? I think it was, I was still fitness coaching and stuff, but wasn't super into it. Like just went back to waiting tables and, um, doing life that way and going back to school and being in college and nursing school and all this stuff. Well, I had this job and, um, I started having like really bad anxiety all the time, all the time. Um, and six months into my relationship, actually, Matthew had told me, and I've had permission to share this before, but, um, he told me he didn't believe in God or a higher power. And this was when I still, you know, was still very conditioned in my 
um, religious trauma. And I say that very boldly because mm-hmm. I feel like even if it triggers people, they need to look at that. And um, he told me that. And I, this is when it all started. This was six months into our relationship, five years, five and a half, no, four and a half years ago, five years in May, we've been together. But um, I started going like, we need to go to church together. And mm. I share this very vulnerably because it feels so embarrassing in a way. Uh, my ego is like, gosh, you were so shitty. Like <laughs> when I, when I think about it, but I, and I, I always come to him like, babe, do you still forgive me? Like, I'm sorry I did that to you. I love you. And it just, it shows like, that's where my projection and my pushing began on trying to change him and not being reflective and seeing how it was all a mirror for myself. Like, Oh my gosh, such a mirror. And, um, in that I, I, I'm really grateful for that experience because it had me look at all of this stuff and it had me going and questioning my faith and my religion and what I was grown up to, um, believe what I was told to believe. And wow, just knowing now what I do know, I wish I would have known, um, before I would went and started projecting onto him and making him think that he was wrong for not mm. believing my truth right at the moment. And so that's kind of when everything started. And I remember for probably about a year, I didn't even, I didn't think about spirituality. I didn't think about religion. I just knew like, okay, something is shifting and, and I don't necessarily have a truth right now. And like, I don't really know what I believe. I don't really know what's going on. Mm -hmm. And, um, finally, so we moved to a place called Huntsville in Texas and, um, it's a college town where he went to school and we both, um, were in college and, I, this is when I got this full-time job that I was traveling back and forth to about 40 minutes there and back a day. Mm -hmm. And, um, I was having so, so much trouble with the people there and like the environment and it felt just really overwhelming. And I just started to have anxiety and like all this stuff. And I also, I used to smoke weed a lot, like all day, every day, I, uh, unless I was working, um, but sometimes when I was working, (laughs) Mm -hmm. um, and once I stopped, I don't remember why I stopped. I just, um, felt like it was making me lazy. So I needed to get like, I literally didn't ever even want to clean my room or like do anything. So, Mm -hmm. um, when I stopped, this was also when this anxiety and depression and everything started to come through. Um, and I started having panic attacks and like, I realized all of the escapism and the suppression and just like all of this stuff was coming Mm. together. Um, and I remembered also, um, I think it was actually not even six months, a few months after I met him. I remember telling him about um, sexual trauma that I experienced when I was 14. Mm -hmm. And this was something that 
I never, ever told anyone. Like, I didn't even really, the memories just were so far gone and deep, Mm. like, and suppressed that it never, I never thought about it since it happened. And when I met him, which I talked to my therapist about this before, and she said that he kind of opened up a space for me that was safe and to start exploring trauma. And I have like full body chills (laughs) and gratitude right now just for him and him like dealing with all of this shit that I put him through in the beginning. Ugh, it's, it's so overwhelming, like Mm. to think about what he went through and didn't reject me and just be like, damn, this bitch is damaged (laughs) by, um, in the beginning. And so when I finally like did remember and all of this was coming up, like the religious trauma, the sexual abuse, I also experienced um, seeing some physical abuse in my family, not me. Like mm-hmm. I never, it was so crazy too. When I was revisiting all of this trauma, I never understood some, in my mind, I was always like, I don't understand why I didn't experience the, the beatings and the abuse and these things that I saw my mom and my sister and my brother experience. And Um, I always held guilt and shame and things around that. And so I had to heal a lot of that. And still that comes up and still Mm. I have so much healing to do around it. It mostly affects me with my brother and I have a very like motherly relationship with my brother Mm. because of it. And sometimes I do feel like oh, damn, like you're really indulging in this like motherly Mm. energy with him. Okay, chill out. Um, But it's just that like protection and just safety for everyone and myself. So Mm. projection. So it's actually like we were talking about the seasons of those cycles Mm. of transformation that you have to be triggered to actually look at it and you have to be shown and it actually like it's not always deep and it's not always like a rupture but sometimes it is and sometimes it's really 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 hard <laughs> like mm. really hard and um you know even just looking back on it right now and seeing all of these stories play out and um, the timeline of my relationship and everything that I've experienced since it's, it's been an awakening. It's mm. been an awakening ever since I met him and um, which I'm just excited to be telling the story because mm. it's so, so beautiful. Um, so started having these panic attacks and everything. And this was probably two and a half years into our relationship. And we were actually talking about it the other day how there were weeks and days that I wouldn't come out of the bedroom and Mm. I would just be watching TV in the dark and um, just smoking and eating all day long. And when I think about it too, I used to judge myself for that experience. I would be like, wow, like you never got off your ass or you Mm. never like did the work to heal. And it's like, hmm, but it's not even really about that because the caliber and the energy and the space that this all was taking up, it took that time 
to transmute. Mm. And it took that, that willingness to be depressed and Mm. actually be anxious, right? Like sometimes we do need to choose that state of mind in order for our bodies to um, be in consent with the healing. And wow, that was, I have full body chills. Yeah. Definitely channeled. I've never heard that before. I'm like crying because like, I don't want to cut you off from your story, but like that, everything you're saying is so true to my experience. And like, I Mm. don't even remember now what you just said, but it's like, um, Mm. your body has to go deep into those shadows to be in and for however long it needs to, to be in consent with the healing. Mm. Oh yeah. Fuck. Let's take a deep breath on that. Mm hmm. This must me. This must be exactly what my guide meant in the beginning when he said to talk about upgrades and how, like we we are gonna need to breathe through some of these because wow. <laughs> Fuck. Yeah, that was really powerful. And again, mm. we just took a breath to create that space because that message is powerful to let it sink in, to let it, it nourish ourselves a little bit deeper. Um, mm. And I'm just realizing I I asked for these upgrades, right? Like Mm -hmm. we we asked for this and now we're receiving. We made space. Mm. And that's what you were saying about your gratitude journal, right? We asked for it. We didn't have have a timeline. We didn't say this is when it has to happen. This is when it has to happen. We trusted. We held the space and here it is. Yes, absolutely. And um, just to even go a little bit, where was I? Right. (laughs) That was, um, just feels good to just be here right now. Yeah. And if you're listening, just, I want you to take a deep breath too, because wow, you probably really needed to hear that. Mm. I know I did. (sighs) (laughs) I'm going to loop you back to your story because I feel like Mm. I didn't cut it off because this space needed to happen. Absolutely. Absolutely. I feel like where you were sharing is you noticed you said our bodies have to go through that healing you were so depressed just in bed and you know Mm -hmm. Matthew was there holding space for you that's kind of where you left off yeah and I remember feeling like I was crazy Mm. (laughs) and this actually happened a couple like I I remember a couple of phases throughout the last few years of just feeling absolutely out of my mind and insane and um I remember like wanting to look up what meditation was Mm. just not knowing even what it meant or what it was and I looked it up and I downloaded an app and I started meditating every day um I started googling how to holistically heal anxiety and depression and what foods to eat and what 
things to do and how I could get through it. And just, I was so stubborn, um, would not go to see a doctor or a therapist. I was so stubborn. Oh my gosh. Mm. Um, my mom, my sister, my brother, my Matthew, they were always telling me like, it's okay if you need to go get support and help. And I was just like, no, I can do this on my own. Mm. <laughs> and, um, and I did essentially at the end of the day, I, mm. I went for it and I did it on my own. And sometimes I do look back and like, it may have been helpful to receive support and go to the doctor and maybe find the right medication for me. Um, but I don't think that at the time it resonated for the healing. And I think I needed to learn all, all of these things mm -hmm. so that I could help people with this in the future. Um, with even, even people who are on the medication and it's not fully working, um, to incorporate some of these different things that I, I learned and, incorporating shadow work into that um, process and I actually plan on in the future working with doctors to mm. give them programs to help their clients with too so or their patients clients um, and <laughs> so going a little further into that I this was kind of the time where I was like journaling and finding all of these cool new tools to like help me with my anxiety and depression. And after that, even I still struggled with it a whole lot, like still up until last year, like at the, towards the end of last year, um, I still struggled with it heavily. And this was mm. three years ago when I started to, to kind of discover all of this. So in waves and in phases, I still was so deeply mm. depressed and overwhelmed and couldn't figure it out. Like could not put my finger on. Why can't I just feel better? Like, why can't I just, I remember this was last year. This was probably last summer. Um, I remember just sitting on my patio in the sun and finally being able to feel gratitude, like actually feel it and never knowing what that felt like. <laughs> mm. And of course, like throughout the journey of finding out like how to holistically heal and all of that. They tell you, like all self-help books tell you to write your gratitude list and write your gratitude. And I would do it, but, and of course I was grateful, but I couldn't embody the feeling. Like mm -hmm. I couldn't embody it because there was so much that wasn't integrated yet. And mm -hmm. like, I realize that now and I wish I would have seen it then and known this then. Right. But I had to kind of go through that, I think, to get here and to be able to show other people that they can integrate their shadows and face their fears without having to give up, you know, um, because giving up is like, that's, oh, I remember feeling that like last week or the week before, like, <clears throat> God, I just want to fucking give it all up. Like, I just, I don't want to do this. I don't want to do the work. I don't want to integrate anymore. I don't want to learn anymore. Like, 
I remember going through those even just a couple of weeks ago. And I think that that was even another bottom for me to reach to like rise up like that Mm. card you pulled, like rising up from the ashes and just allowing. And it, it does feel different now, though. It feels different. I feel like the fire is embodied and it's integrated. And that is so. Oh, I need to just sit in that for a minute too and realize like all this time I've been wanting that and now I can, I finally get to feel it. And that's why I'm like excited every morning too, to do my gratitude list. Cause mm. I can feel gratitude. Like I can actually feel it. I can actually see it. Like it makes sense in my head. It clicks now mm. and it didn't click before. It mm. didn't make sense to me before I'd read the post about it. And you know, people would talk about it all the time and I'd be like, yeah, gratitude. But like deep, deep down, I couldn't do it. And, uh, that was, that was a really good moment. I'll remember that forever. I should go back in my archives and see the stories that I posted because I remember them very, very clearly. Um, but anyway, so I get fired from this job. We'll loop back now. I get fired from this job and I, I knew I was going to get fired. So I didn't know necessarily what was going to happen or how it was going to happen but I remember feeling a weird feeling um on my last shift and being like hmm hmm like something's going on that that intuition I knew something was going on and I was asking for my checks because I wasn't getting my bonus checks like different things were happening where um I was having to learn how to speak up and that was Mm. really cool too, because this was a very, I'll just tell you, I worked at Chick-fil-A and I was on their marketing team and we're supposed to get a certain amount of bonus every month. Mm. And I didn't know this when I got hired, it was like three or four months into being hired. I asked about it and they said, yeah, like, we can give you your bonus. And so they started giving me the bonuses after the time. And then all of a sudden, like just things would happen or I just wouldn't get it. Or, um, Mm. they'd print the wrong check with the wrong name on it and give it to me in an envelope. Yeah. These crazy things that were happening. And I remember like the fucking I don't know what it was inside of me but I was like you're not you're not tricking me like mm. I'm getting my money bitch like, mm. <laughs> I was I was in full like I'm getting my money and um if I don't I'm going to figure out why and mm. I was fired the next week um yeah. Wow. And I, I, I did receive the money too. I did <laughs> yes, receive you did. <laughs> and three weeks of pay. So mm-hmm. this was definitely like a huge, huge pivotal moment in like going full force in my business, I think, too. This was in 2017 
when this happened too. Um, and this is when I was really into holistic healing. Um, this is when all the depression and the anxiety was happening too. So losing my job on top of that was a completely different kind of rock bottom that I could right. feel. Mm. And I, I remember just being like, fuck it. Like I surrender. All right. Message taken. <laughs> and um, after that, I went back to my serving job and um, I still was very depressed for a while, but I remember like people being there and they would ask me for advice or they would ask me for um anything like they would just come to me for things and naturally people have always done that I was always the friend in high school I was always mm. the person growing up that people came to to feel safer and mm -hmm. I I know that now I can see that so clearly but before it was like almost wanting to save people mm. instead like I wanted people to come to me so that I could save them and then I could feel significant because I could save them mm. and now it's more like I can magnetize and allow people who can see that safety in me to come get the medicine that they need and I don't I don't need there is no force there is no plan there is no agenda to save them it's just simply like what do you need? Mm. What is it that you need? Like, here you go. And you can be on your way. Cause I'm not your, I'm not your healer. I'm not your guru. I am not your savior. Mm. You are your savior. You mm. are your healer. You are your guru and you have the power. And I fucking love that shit. I <laughs> love showing people like, I really feel like that's my purpose is like showing people that they have the power. And that's actually like with anxious to aligned and a lot of the content that's channeling for that is showing people that there is no tool or thing or person that holds the wisdom that you need for any question that you ever have. Mm. Like you have all of it. You have all of the capacity and the space that you need for your healing. It's just a matter of getting more curious, exploring, mm. um, dropping judgment, uh, letting it just fall away from you and from your energy centers because we hold it um, in all of our energy centers and all of the chakras. We hold a little bit of judgment mm. and a little bit of shame and a little bit of guilt because it's just built up over the years. So it's moving that energy too. Mm. Um, and um, where was I in the story? I love this story. It's so good. <laughs> mm, let me think. No, I'm like so lost in your words. I love, I love everything you're sharing and it just makes sense. Like I literally, I feel like we're the same person. Like you said, we've mm. literally gone through the same experiences in different, in different ways, but like girl, the start of my journey, it was like, I was depressed and like super anxious. How do I heal this holistically? Went to the doctor, mm. they tried to give me medication. And I was like, no, like this doesn't feel good for me. So I found Ayurveda. It was podcast. I found Ayurveda. I was like, oh, how can I do yes. this? Yeah. And then I healed myself. Like 
I mean, literally like dropped physically dropped 50 pounds in like six mm. months and mentally and emotionally got so fucking clear. And it's just a, it, it's so beautiful. And then like something, I also lost my job in that, in like all of that. So that was another whirlwind. Um, yeah, it's just, I love it. I love it. Mm. But of course we're this connected. Oh my God. Oh, abs- that I, there's no doubt that like, there's some twin energy, soulmate energy. Um, but I think that, so I think it was 2017, then 2018. Yeah. So after this job and I went back to my serving job and, um, went back to school for like the fifth time or something. Mm. I don't know. I truly I think I dropped out of school like the max amount of times that you're allowed to. Mm-hmm. Um, and which I, I don't hold any shame or guilt or judgment towards myself anymore. I used to hold on to a lot of it. Um, but I remember so last year was 2019. Oh my God. The year before that, 2018. Right. I know. <laughs> Time is so fast. Um, <laughs> I remember we moved from the college town, Matthew graduated. Um, we moved back home and I thought that that was going to make everything better. I was like, it's this town that makes me depressed and this place and I hate it. And these people, right. It's always something else. And we get back home and, um, nothing has really changed. I still feel the same. I thought everything was going to be better. Right. And I pushed and pushed and pushed until, um, Matthew got us an apartment. And because I didn't have the means to do that, but I pushed and begged him to do it because we were living with his parents. And um, I was like, just please, please, please like move us. I I promise like it's going to make everything better, whatever. And um, he actually got a job out of town. So he worked eight hours away and we did this whole. Yeah. And I had a job too. This is when I started working. Um, I actually started working for this vitamin company, like a holistic health vitamin, whatever. And I was doing their marketing and um, loved it. Loved this job. Social media, live videos, group stuff, like everything that I do for my business now I was doing for them and loved this job. Loved my mentor, loved pretty much everything about it and up until the end but we'll get into that a little bit um I he moved away and was working and he would come back every six weeks for a couple of days and go back and it was oh it was horrible it sucked it sucked so bad um I was so depleted of like my physical touch and like needing to like be loved on and and all of that. But, um, it did give me a lot of space to heal and wow. Um, while he was gone out of town, this is when we moved. So (laughs) I moved everything and into this apartment, I was so desperate to get into somewhere where I could be alone, like by myself and with my dog. And, um, we're in the, I'm in this apartment and finally he comes home and like everything does feel better at at first. And then all of the trauma just 
starts resurfacing and because I had gone through a cycle of seeing it and like it surfaced and then suppressed it all back down because I was like whoa don't I don't want to deal with that right now I'm too depressed to deal with that I'm too anxious to deal with that I'm not fucking trying to deal with my trauma and then of course it all resurfaces again and this is when I really started to feel crazy like really started to feel crazy and um had this experience this wild experience that um I really feel it it definitely didn't help with the feeling crazy but there was this person who came to me in my dms random dude and he said that he hypnotized me when i was younger when i was like 15 or 16 which i was like no you fucking didn't i don't even know you and um literally just like a person that came in to play mind games with me and almost it was almost like he knew it it was so crazy because the night before so i had never talked to this person mm. and the night before i had put on this youtube healing meditation it was like subconscious healing whatever and i was in this dream choking like trying to kill my abuser my sexual abuser from when i was 14 mm. and also like my dad was in that dream and this guy that broke my heart when I was like really young, like all this, I guess it was like a little bit of trauma, a little bit of fear, like these subconscious things that I was dealing with. So this was the night before. Then the next day was when this guy like comes to me and starts talking about this. And it was so weird, the timing and the, and he was talking about that specifically. It's like, you asked me to make that go away and for you to not remember. And remember I was telling you earlier how I didn't really remember like what had happened to me until I met Matthew what? until all of that came up it was like six or seven years later that this all came back up so I I now I'm like I don't know if he was lying or not and I don't really care but um yeah that that made me feel so weird just him wow. like coming into my space randomly and then i got really toxic vibes from this person though so i ended up just blocking him and being like bro get the fuck out of my dms <laughs> like seriously and because he was just being so weird about it and like like it felt De like demonic in a way and it, like that's the vibes that i was getting so dark and disgusting and i got i had a panic attack after that i was just so scared i felt really scared like i felt like something was like coming to get me and this was a whole um process and this was a, a probably a full month of me experiencing this like really deep weird um, resurfacing of this trauma and I also like I remember having two other dreams where one I woke up in my dream 
um, like it was pitch black in my apartment. Um, all of the doors were locked in the windows. I couldn't get out. I, my phone was charging, but my phone was dead and the charger wouldn't work. And like, so I couldn't see it or get out or I was feeling like I was suffocating and I actually felt like that. Um, in real life, like I felt like what is even happening? Like I was trying to break up with Matthew. Like we were just, everything was crumbling. And, um, it, it, I, I remember it now because I can see the cycle of me like being triggered and seeing the trauma and just suppressing it and skipping steps. Like that was the problem. And then I had another dream that there was this spirit or this, I don't want to call it a demon, but like it kind of looked like it in my dream. I woke up and I saw it standing in the doorway mm-hmm. and I like very boldly, I remember saying like, I release you, you like, you're not welcome here. Please leave. Mm-hmm. And just like saying that, and this is why I felt crazy. Cause I was like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> like, um, and ever since then, like I put, um, a protection crystal above our door. And like, I started getting really into crystals and cards and everything because of these experiences. Cause I'm like, I don't know what to do. Like <laughs> started really looking up ways to protect myself and not be like either psychically attacked or seeing these things in my dreams. Like it was really scaring me. It was really putting me in like a different reality. Like I felt like right. I had to like go, I have this dream and then I got to just go to my job in the morning, like casually, you know, it just <laughs> felt so weird. And so after this, Matthew and I went through, he came back because I just told him like, honestly, I can't be like, I need you to come back. Mm-hmm. And just like, like I was saying earlier, his support through all of this, oh, that that man is a fucking saint just like his mother like i always tell him your mother is a saint you two have just the most pure hearts and mm. i'm so grateful um and so when he came back this was the beginning of 2019 so last year um i quit my job 3 weeks later mm. because there was a lot coming up there too. And this is actually where I learned about astrology. Um, my mentor, the woman that I worked for, and I won't say her name, but she's a pretty, like, I would say famous. Like she's written a lot of books on holistic health and everything, Mm. but she was really into astrology. And for my birthday, she bought me an astrology reading with her astrologer. And, um, I was just, she always was asking me for my birth time and like (laughs) all the stuff. I was like, lady, like, please, I don't have time for this. This is weird. Stop asking for my birth time. And finally I had this reading and everything Mm. made sense. Everything. (laughs) I was like, what the fuck? (laughs) Real? Like, this is crazy. And also this guy ended up telling me that Matthew and I wouldn't work out Mm. because of our astrology Mm. and our past life karma and all of this stuff. And I was like, oh, really? Hmm. watch me. (laughs) I was like, thank you. Okay. Mm -hmm. We'll see. (laughs) And 
then after that though like i started to think about it and get mm. like really overwhelmed escapism oh my god mm. i escaped with astrology like straight up i will admit it now mm. that's why i teach people not to do that that's why <laughs> i teach people um not to use their spiritual tools as a means of like validation and escapism because mm. We, like I was saying earlier, like we hold the wisdom. These mm. tools just have energy and transmutation and like they can reflect things to you. Mm. Um, but essentially you hold the power and the wisdom. Anywho, so the beginning of last year, I quit my full-time job and I thought I was going to go full-time in my holistic health coaching business mm. and that did not work at all it, it always felt icky it never felt like it was working um and i was always like avoiding what i really knew i was good at which was healing helping people heal and um what i was really meant to do helping people take their power back like i felt embarrassed by that it was so mm. wild and, and it's just because like people don't it's not like a real job that's mm. what kept going through my head it's like well even like if I have a nutrition coaching business like people will think that that's a real job or like that's mm. really needed when in reality like oh, it's not up to anyone else what what makes my job real right mm. it's up to me and um i realized that now but then i was so caught up in like what are people gonna think if i like call myself a healer and all this stuff and i just i actually ended up getting a job a part-time job uh cleaning airbnbs mm. in march or april and this left me such great flexibility like in the morning i could work on my business in the afternoon i could work on my business like no problem at all. Mm. And, and I was making really good money doing it too. So it was like a win-win for me. And just, I actually just was let go from that job in February. Mm. And I think that that was just a huge activation, a huge, like, mm -hmm. it was so divine too. It was like perfect timing. I had just started kind of talking about like, going full-time in my business and like mm. hinting around and being like, mm, I think I finally found what I need to do, but I'm kind of scared because last time I did that, I was burned and like, didn't, didn't actually know what I was going to do and just all this stuff. And then they were like, Hey, you know, we're letting you go because we can't pay, we can't afford to pay you anymore. And she was just like, so apologetic and so mm. afraid that I was going to be upset. And I was like, Oh my God. Okay. No, thank you. <laughs> all right. All right. Mm. Bet. Cool. And, um, mm. but going back to last year, Matthew and I actually broke up the beginning of the year. So I had quit my job. And then like you were talking about how like we go into projecting and we, it's always a reflection. Mm. I thought that it was going to fix everything that, um, I, I was going through <clears throat> and it didn't fix anything. It mm. just like made it so much worse. Mm -hmm. um, and we actually did this um, alchemical healing 
thing. Mm. Um, we both signed up for a like karmic healing and I don't know how I got him to do this. So. <laughs> like uh, I was very resistant to like, even this was actually last July. So we broke up in the beginning of the year too, but in July, this was when it was really like, okay, this is either we're doing this or we're not. Mm. And, um, there was this alchemical healing thing that someone told me about and he was just so adamant. He's like, we're meant to be together. Like Mm. stop rejecting that, like stop self-sabotaging. He knew, he knew Mm. that's what I did. Our whole relationship is like, try to sabotage it because I didn't feel deserving of receiving all the love and the happiness and just the support. Like Mm. I didn't know what that was from a, from a masculine standpoint. Mm. And, um, we both did this healing thing. I was like, well, I'm doing this. If you want to try it, like whatever, if you want to do it. (laughs) And, um, (laughs) we both did it that night. He called me we talked on the phone for like two or three hours Mm. and we hashed it out. We were like, so we're doing this or what? Like, Mm. (laughs) and straight up, I really think that that the alchemical healing, whatever it did, it healed like a karma, a power struggle between us. I don't know what it was, but there was something very karmic about it. And um, now we're able to really like, Ever since then, he has completely changed just his way of seeing life and the way that he approaches life. He's Mm. very goal-oriented now. And, like, this is what I wanted from him for years, right? Mm. And I'm like, oh, like, now all of a sudden, (laughs) yeah. And so, um, yeah, that, that was last summer. And ever since then, like everything has been so much better because we both realize when we're projecting, like we Mm. can both very, very clearly see it when like the ego and the the claws are coming out. Mm. Um, And, and we still do it. Like a couple nights ago, we were fighting over some stupid shit and we were both like, (laughs) fuck, like we need to stop trying to be right over each other. Mm. That's all it is. And, um, yeah, I think that that's kind of that's kind of the story and and I still project. I still do it sometimes where I'm like you know, like you need to do this or you need to be more this way and he does that to me too, but we always check ourselves and we always realize it now. Mm. Um and it's fun. It's a lot of fun. <laughs> Oh my God. I love that. That was such a long story. No, it was like, I, and I'm like, I just held space. I loved everything you were saying. There was so many, it's just so relatable. Right. And like you, for you to be like, you know, we went through this and we went through this, but we're still like three days ago, we, our shit still comes up. Like how, thank you seriously for sharing Mm. everything you did and going the places that you did go and sharing your heart. Because I know a lot of those things that you did share were super vulnerable Mm -hmm. but no it was most perfect amount of time it was the most perfect story and again just so relatable and so 
everyone can like take something from that, you know, and it's just, I love getting to hear this. I've never heard any of this uh, uh, mm-hmm. of your story. So I love hearing it. And it, it just makes so much sense. You know, everything you've been through and for me, for me to know you and just like it, for everyone to go, to go look her up and like, look at all her things. Like it just makes sense. Um, and it's like, it's so beautiful. It's the embodied leader. You're like, it, mm. you've, you've done the work and you've healed and like you still know that like the things come up in your experience but it's it's like you're the embodied leader of your experience because of all of the things and mm-hmm. i uh you know i was i pulled two cards even before you went into anything like this was like like 30 minutes ago maybe right whatever whatever mm-hmm. like I, I had Pele come up, so purifier. So everything mm. that came up today, no matter what it was, if it triggered us, if it triggered someone listening, if it anything that came up for you and you like massively resonated with it, but you're like, that doesn't feel good within me anymore. Like I really need to look there. Like Pele is here to like shed her, like burn not burn burn you right but she's that lava goddess like she's gonna give you her energy so that Mm. all of those lower vibrations are just like are gone but in a very loving compassionate safe space not that you're gonna burn and you're gonna stay there like no let's do this together and let's let's keep moving and the the last card that came out was ace realization so like Mm -hmm. you know once all of those things can be can come to light and can be expressed like you so beautifully did with everything you just shared like it's it all comes back to that soul realization and everything mm-hmm. under the layers comes back to that realization. Um, so oh, good. so beautiful. Thank you. Thank you. So thank good. you. Of course. Oh my gosh. Thank you for just having this space and asking me to come on and, and share. I'm, I'm so grateful. Mm. Oh, oh my gosh. I feel like we're going to definitely have to do it again. Absolutely. And I'm going to have to listen to this over again and, and take notes because, wow, the upgrades and the transmutations of everything that just came mm. through are real. I'm getting like ice cold in my hands and my arms right now. I mm. a thousand percent agree. I'm definitely going to have to go back and listen and rewind and take notes and, um, you know, before I have everyone or before you share with everyone where we can find you, I feel like we should all just take one more deep breath together. Yes. Yes. So we could take a deep inhale in through our nose. Full exhale out of your mouth. Maybe one more. We'll do a deep inhale in through our nose. And full exhale. Mm. Mm. grounding into all of the messages that were delivered today grounding into all of these new frequencies these new upgrades that are available to us Mm. and um where can everyone go find you i will link everything in the show notes Mm. but you know where can we go find your magic girlfriend After that deep breath, I just imagined like all of the upgrades shining through everyone's Mm. energy centers. So, oh, so good. Um, You can find me on Instagram at anxious to aligned 
and on Facebook, Emily James. And I have a podcast called Real Raw that M is going to come on as well. And um, yeah. And if you want, if you are interested in joining Anxious to Align, you can reach out to me on Instagram or on Facebook. If you're interested in integrating your shadow and just exploring yourself a little deeper, finding your soul's identity rather than Mm. your just your human's identity because they both go together and they need to be integrated together Mm. oh that's so beautiful yes yes go find her go stalk her I always say stalk I need to find a different word um but (laughs) go check her out um and when does anxious uh to anxious to align did I say that right when does that begin Mm. Uh, May 11th. May 11th. Yeah, you guys, we have time pro- a, a little less than a month here, but go check it out. Grab your spot if you feel mm. called, if it resonates. Because um, like you heard in the episode today, Emily has some magic for you. Mm. Mm. Thank you for coming on today, sister. Absolutely. Thank you for having me. Yes. Until next time, fill your cup family.